Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi there, welcome back. This will be for Ezekiel 18. The heading reads, Men shall be punished for their own sins. Sinners shall die, and the righteous shall save their souls. A righteous man who sins shall be damned, and a sinner who repents shall be saved. Verse 1 and 2, The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, What mean ye that ye use this proverb concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge? This was a common belief at that time, that the children inherited the curses of their parents. But Jeremiah says, In those days they shall say no more. The fathers have eaten the sour grape, and the children's teeth are set on edge, but every one shall die for his own iniquity. Every man that eateth the sour grape, his teeth shall be set on edge. So in other words, uh, people will be responsible for their own sins. Verse 3 says, As I live, saith the Lord God, ye shall not have occasion any more to use this proverb in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine, as the soul of the Father, so also the the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Then he goes on and talks about some various things that they did wrong. Then down to verse 19, Yet yet say ye, Why doth not the Son bear the iniquity of the Father? When the Son hath done that which is lawful and right, and hath kept all my statutes, and hath done them, he shall surely live. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The Son that shall not bear the iniquity of the Father, neither shall the Father bear the iniquity of the Son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. The Lord has given individuals the freedom to exercise their own agency. They are therefore accountable for their own actions while they work out their salvation. No one is punished for the sins of someone else. The second article of faith teaches the principle. Ezekiel used the example of a man, his son, and his grandson to teach the principles of accountability as they relate to spiritual life and death. He said that if a man, the grandfather in this case, is just, he shall live. If his son, having seen the good example and been exposed to the good teachings, turns to iniquity, he shall not live. His blood shall be upon him. That is, he will be punished for his own sins. If he in turn has a son who sees his father's iniquities and yet lives righteously, he, the son, shall not die for the iniquity of his father. So that was out of uh, the Institute Manual. Verse 21, But if the wicked will turn from all his sins that he hath committed and keep all my statutes and do that which is lawful and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. All his transgressions that he hath committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him in his righteousness that he hath done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure at all that the wicked should die, saith the Lord God, and not that he should return from his ways and live? In other words, God wants all of us to repent. But when the righteous turneth away from his righteousness, and committeth iniquity, and doeth according to all the abominations that the wicked man doeth, shall he live? All his righteousness shall shall he hath done shall not be mentioned. In his trespass that he hath trespassed in his sin, that he hath sinned, in them shall he die. President Kimball taught, having received the necessary saving ordinances, baptism, the gift of the Holy Ghost, temple ordinances, and sealings, one must live the covenants made. He must endure in faith. No matter how brilliant was the service rendered by the bishop or stake president or other person, if he falters later in his life and fails to live righteously to the end, the good works he he did all stand in jeopardy. 
Uh, verse 27, again, when the wicked man turneth away from his wickedness that he hath committed and doeth that which is lawful and right, he shall save his soul alive. And then down to 31, cast away from you all your transgressions whereby ye have transgressed and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn ye and live. So anyway, that's the end of the chapter and we'll see you next time. So repent, everybody. Bye.